Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your solo cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. I am optimistic, even in the midst of a storm, COVID-19, coronavirus, March, going into April of 2020. This is a pandemic as I've never seen in my lifetime, and I'm sure many of you listening have never seen anything like this. So I'm taking a slight deviation in the way that I've been doing the podcast, and I'm focusing this entire month on response to the COVID-19 for solo cleaners. I promise you we will get down and dirty, literally. And I'll explain what the CDC recommends for COVID-19 and the differences between cleaning, sanitizing, and disinfecting. And talk about the virus itself and how hard it is to to kill and recommend different types of disinfectants and go through this the chemistry of all of this. So there's definitely plenty of details I'm going to dig into. But for now, I just want to kind of continue with some fun, upbeat, optimistic episodes. The the one that I did in episode 50, which was finding your opportunities. We talked about what advantages do you hold and what can you do during this time when you might be home to capitalize on it and to make your business better, to prepare for your business to grow once the sky is not falling anymore. And I hope you gained a lot of value from that. You could look through the lens of, yes, it's really rough out there. Businesses are closed. All the stores, I can't go sit in a restaurant. The schools are closed. The kids are home. I'm home. I can't make much money cleaning and I'm just stressed and the money's tight. I get all of that. The stimulus package, $2 trillion was just released and there's all kinds of information there. I'm even going to address the stimulus and what solo cleaners should be possibly looking into as far as applying for some of the stimulus package that's available to us. But again, I want to focus in right now in these next couple episodes. This one is going to be Make Pearls, staying on an optimistic, upbeat attitude because yes, the sky will not be falling forever. We all know someone that's been affected by coronavirus and my deepest condolences and sympathy toward you specifically if you've been dealing with this or have been tested positive or maybe have lost a family member. This is a really tough time. I'm not making light of it at all, I promise. But I do want to try and refocus our mindset toward the future, toward the optimistic. Yes, we'll make it through this time together. But there is another side of this. And let's see if we can hold our optimism and reach that other side together. So I'll be going through COVID-19 related content for the next month while we're all home, hoping that I can educate you on the science of cleaning and disinfecting, helping you select the right product, helping you to become more knowledgeable and confident. If you're not a cleaner, you're just a mom, maybe looking at cleaning as a business, or you're just looking for some tips on cleaning from a cleaning podcast, I hope to inform and educate you as well. So there's plenty of topics we're going to cover. So let's get to it. This episode is called Make Pearls. So let's start off with a story. I have the most amazing 12-year-old daughter ever. I'm sure many of you with daughters will agree that yours is the best ever, so I'm allowed to say mine's the best ever. But like many 12-year-old girls, she's entering into puberty, hormones are changing, her body, her emotions are unsettling, 
and she's struggling with her emotions and how to process things. So something happened here recently. I don't even remember what it was. Something little. And she got all bent out of shape about it. Something so small and insignificant, a little irritant, created a storm of emotional unrest. And my daughter was very upset and she was crying. And I just had a talk with her. And I told her, I said, Christiana, I understand that you're upset. You're allowed to be. You're 12, coming on 13, faster than your dad wants to admit. And things are going to get under your skin. They're going to bother you and you're going to have trouble dealing with that. I want you to do your best to gain emotional stability. It's a maturity thing. and I know it's harder for you when you're in this stage. But over time, you're going to want to gain control of your emotions. Now, you won't always have total control. But you don't want little tiny irritants to always throw off your day as entirely as this one did. Yes, irritants will bother you. But I want you to do with irritants exactly what the oyster does with irritants. And she said, Dad, what does the oyster do? And I told her this story. The oyster is a mollusk. And it lives at the bottom of the ocean floor, usually. And they're disguised, camouflaged, they're hard to find. When you do find them, they're not very attractive to look at. But inside, they have the potential of incredible beauty. They are typically hunted by other fish. And so the reason they have the shell to protect their inner organism is to protect them from getting eaten. Make sense? Yes, it's a natural protection. Now, sometimes what will happen is when these oysters open up their shell, they are trying to get food inside. They want to eat food, but they want to keep bad stuff out. Sometimes when their shell opens, a small organism or a grain of sand or something tiny like that will enter in that's not supposed to be there. Now here's what the oyster does. It recognizes the irritant and immediately the oyster closes its shell. It feels threatened by this irritant not knowing what it is and begins to secrete a substance called mica, which is also mother of pearl, which lines the inner shell or the mantle of the oyster. This mica substance surrounds the irritant and it serves as a protection mechanism for the oyster. It wants to defend itself. And so whatever just came in, it wants to essentially encase it or mummify it in this substance called a mother of pearl or mica. Now over time, this organism or grain of sand starts to get layered on with mica because the oyster wants to completely encase this threat. So it starts to secrete proteins which act as a binding agent or a glue and it secretes more of this mica and over time this layered substance becomes a pearl. To the oyster, the pearl is no big deal. It's an extension of itself as an organism and it protected itself against an invader. But to the human, I'll give you an example. There was recently a pearl found in the South Seas off of Australia that was valued and sold for one and a half million dollars. It's the largest one I think sold. I saw a picture of it. It's huge. So these pearls are of no value to the oyster, but they are of 
incredible value and worth to us as humans. So I summarized the story of the oyster to my daughter. I said, Christiana, an irritant enters an oyster, and over time, that irritant, which bothered the oyster, it could have stayed lodged in its inner skin, under its skin. The oyster could have allowed that to bother it. It could have opened its shell up to try and get it out. And possibly when it opened its shell, a predator could have come and eaten the oyster. So instead of opening its shell and trying to get rid of the irritant, it has a natural defense mechanism to turn it into something beautiful and worth a lot of money to someone else. Now the oyster doesn't know it's doing that. It just thinks it's turning something bad into something that's neutral. But to the human, the oyster is taking something negative and turning it into something massively positive. Do you see where I'm going here? And she understood. And she realized, how could I turn something so insignificant and make it such a big part of my day? How could I let it ruin my day like this? And then she said, Dad, I need to be more like the oyster, don't I? Precisely. Well, I hope you enjoyed the story of the oyster and how it pertains to my daughter, a 12-year-old preteen. But what does it mean to you, a solo cleaner, a mom? What does it mean to you? There are so many things that can get under our skin. Are we allowing them to bother us like my daughter was? Or are we being more like an oyster? Let's talk about this. What are some examples of irritants of sand that could enter your oyster shell? Is it dealing with customers or clients outside of this COVID-19 threat that we're in? How about just in the course of regular cleaning, you're dealing with people and they say something that bothers you. Or someone complains against you and says, you didn't do this. Well, how could you handle that? You could take that complaint as an irritant and let it bother you. Or you could wrap it in pearl and turn it into a huge advantage and optimize your business from it. What about someone that doesn't pay you or pays you late? You could make that irritate you and say, I don't like this client. I can't believe they do this. Or maybe you could turn that into a better payment plan system and get on electronic payments and have them pay up front. That could be a new pearl for you. How about... A mom that you're home and your kids are now home. And by the way, I'm going to do an episode on your kids are home and bored. <laughs> That'll be fun. But your kids are home and those eight hours you counted on them being at school. So you get some sanity if you were a stay-at-home mom maybe with some younger ones. Now they're home and you're realizing how adventurous and loud and wild boys are. Okay? So you're like, give me a second of peace. I get it. I see my wife going through that. We have four boys. You could let every little thing they do be an irritant to you and get under your shell. Or you can look at it differently and make a pearl. You know what? These little guys, I'm not going to have them forever. And in 20 years, I'm going to wish that I had one more day where they just irritated me as one, three, and five-year-old boys. That could be the pearl. Just gratitude. There are so many pearls. I want to challenge you to find what your pearl is and start to make them. Every single irritant has the potential to either get under your skin and disrail your day or get under your shell and you can turn it into a pearl. Let's now turn the page and apply this towards today and the climate that we're in. This coronavirus, if you're at home right now, and you probably are because we're in a government shutdown of all businesses, schools, and Pretty much everything. So you're probably home is my guess. And 
you're like, oh gosh, every little thing just amplifies every single irritant. Well, this person said this on Facebook and this politician said this and this person said this and they're getting more money than me and all. And who knows whatever possibly could irritate you while you're at home because this is a very tense, tense time in our history. 9-11 was just like it. And I imagine the folks in Pearl Harbor experienced the same sense of anxiety and worry and, and uncertainty toward the future. And, and it's really, really difficult. But I want to give a little perspective even on this. There is a DVD series that our family just finished watching. It's called America, The Story of Us. And it covers 400 years of the American psyche and the American stick to and creativity and innovation and sacrifice and pride and freedom. Our family was in total awe of what the early pioneers went through to build the railroads, to build the cities. I mean, to see guys walking on skyscrapers with nothing holding them up, 20, 40, 60 stories up in the air, and two out of every five of them died in the line of work or lay in the railroad and blowing through mountains with dynamite. And many of them died in the process. And to see what we went through as a people in wartime against the British in the Revolutionary War and the battle for freedom in the Civil War to get rid of slavery once and for all, but to see the struggle, the sacrifice, the amount of people that would lose their life for freedom and to see the Great Depression and the D-Day invasion, the indomitable spirit of the American, it was overwhelming and I felt so much gratitude and to see people going through tremendous odds, the Great Depression, right? And after Pearl Harbor, and after 9-11, and the country pulling together and unifying after this, there was even a quote from Donald Trump 10 years before he was president. And he said, this is what I love about America, is that when we get under pressure, we respond. When we get under pressure, we respond. And he's so right. And I believe that right now, we are under pressure. I don't know how long this is going to go for. COVID-19, this has the potential of infecting a lot of Americans, a lot of people around the world. Hundreds of thousands of people could lose their life, and it is horrible. I'm going to be praying for people. I hope you're praying for people. I hope you're social distancing and limiting the exposure to those most susceptible. I hope you're doing those things, and this will pass. The sky will not be falling forever, but in the meantime, can you make some pearls out of the irritants that are thrown at you every single day. Learn to be an oyster. Learn to be an oyster. All right, thank you so much for joining me today on the Solo Cleaning School. I'm so excited for you. I hope to see many oysters out there making pearls. And stay tuned as I will start to dive into some science here pretty soon in disinfecting and helping you and your family through this difficult time as we're dealing with the coronavirus. God bless you guys. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Solo Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.